Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. I got a map of that joke, sir. Here's a setup, punchline, you are here, okay? That's just having fun. What's your name? What's that? Dante. That's a good guy's name. Dante. Say, my name's Dana. Not a good guy's name. Discovered that growing up. All the kids in school used to tease me. They always said Dana was a girl's name. And I'd go home and talk about my sister. I said, Chuck, I, uh... We're always looking for a real funny person to make us kind of giggle in some of this time and what seems like always higher stress and higher stress. Well, this is one of the very best. Dana Daniels, a comedy magician and you really got to see him in action to really understand what he does with his uh, sidekick psychic parrot luigi dana welcome tell us a little about luigi i, I mean he's an italian parent i guess and as an italian american i think that's great yes he's an italian parrot from mexico so <laughs> they, they are mexican actually they um originate in mexico the particular kind of species i have and uh don't ask me why his name is Luigi. <laughs> I like Luigi. It's a great name. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I thought it was always thought it was a cute name. I heard I can't remember where I heard it, and uh, so I just said uh, when I got the bird and I had the whole idea for the show, I said, you know, "Name of Luigi." Well, talk about the part he plays in it because I think it's really unique. Well, uh, he's uh, a psychic parrot, and uh, I'm on stage uh, trying to prove this to the audience. And uh, the whole joke is that he pretty much sits there and doesn't do a whole lot, uh, although he is trained to do certain things. But it's pretty undetectable, you know, or it's, you know, just the things that he does do, uh, with, uh, gestures I make, and he'll turn around and stuff like that. And then so, But I'm trying to up there and prove he is psychic and all that with a lot of help. And, uh, and my character on stage is sort of thinking the audience is not clued in at all what I'm doing when they clearly are. <laughs> With this pandemic, I, I wish Luigi could tell us when it's going to officially end. It's got to be driving you crazy because it's hard, right? I mean, you want to be out there and entertaining people and the, you can't come here, you can't come there. It's very frustrating. It's, it's <laughs> to say the least. I mean, it's it's absolutely you know i'm used to performing almost every day of the week uh you know i'm working somewhere i keep very busy working and and then it just like last march just you know shut down completely and, you know and every economy that we've had over the years you know some portion of the entertainment industry has suffered but then you always could move to another portion of it you know it's like uh make like showrooms are slow or or uh Corporate work is slow. You go, okay, I'm going to go work cruise ships. I'm going to go work nightclubs. I'm going to work, you know, there's always a different market you can go to. But this was like everything just shut down. There was nowhere to go, you know. And for someone like me who performs so much, it's, it's you know, you, it just drives you crazy not to be on stage. 
it must be a little tough too, right? Because th- that's how you stay sharp and you're trying different things and you're always yes. trying to evolve. Yeah. yeah. And I managed to do some live appearances here and there. You know, I, I had a, a club out in Erie P. I live in California. I had a, there was a new magic club that uh, opened in Erie PA um, last August and they called me and they said, would you want to come out and be our, our opening week? You know, and uh, and I just said yes. <laughs> I, didn't <even> ask, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even ask what they paid. I didn't ask what I just like. I want to be in front of an audience, and they did everything very safely because they were allowed to open at twenty five percent. So they're just they're barely making anything. One of the things too is, uh, uh, again, you, you got to get out there and so forth. And word of mouth works great for you. People need to go. We'll tell them how to go on to your website. But I was just looking at some of the people that have complimented you, and you know, everybody has those things. I mean, we've got them on our website. You know, this person said this, this person said yeah. that. But as I was looking at yours, you had some of the people that are the really the most respected in the business. I mean, Steve Martin talking about your magic yeah. humor. Everything has great timing. That's got to be a great thing. What, what does it feel like from your end to hear somebody like that give you that kind of compliment? Oh, well, meeting Steve Martin was, I, it was just recent. It was a little year, last year. Um, I was working a club out in Santa Barbara, and he lives out that way. He lives, uh, he lives in Cambria or something, not Cambria. I think it's somewhere near Santa Barbara. But anyways, he was there that day. They, they told me, they said, oh, Steve Martin's going to be here tonight. And I was like, oh, great. And then I walked out the parking lot and went, I was so excited to thought, oh, wow, he's going to get to see Mark, going to get to see me work. And then I was so nervous beforehand, you know, I started, and then I went out there and I just had a great show. And then afterwards he, uh, he came up and uh, just said, he said pretty much what he quoted there. You know, he you know he said, uh, and they just how much he enjoyed the show. And then he wrote me. A, he says, "I wrote a joke for you." He goes, <laughs> "I think it's funny, but my wife doesn't." <laughs> and I said, "I said if it's funny or not, I'm using it." Exactly. You wrote it. Was it and, funny? <laughs> uh, yes, it was, and I use it in my show now. That's and great. I really don't tell people which one it is, but yeah, there's a joke I do in a certain trick. It's uh, it's like one line. And it gets a good laugh, and it's written by Steve Martin. That's great. The yeah. other the other comment that was really uh, striking to me, Jason Alexander, who everybody loves, they know him from Seinfeld, but he's been on Broadway, yeah. big star. And what he said about you was interesting in, in that you're the most consistently funny com- comedy magician he's ever seen. And I think that word consistency is important because you want to have that reputation, don't you, where people maybe haven't seen you in a couple of years, they see you. It's different and it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm always trying to add to the show, but you know, it's an act. So there's a lot of stuff I, I've had for years, but a lot of the, even those routines that I've been doing for years have uh, changed and matured with the times. And and then also there's just a certain timing rhythm to everything, and I get a lot of people like to come back and see the show. It's like they, you know, I've had people say it's like going back and listening to a song you like. You know, you know, you listen to the same song over again. They just kind of like, yeah, watching the show, and they love bringing people who have never seen the show before. They come and see it, so they can watch them enjoy it and laugh. Yeah, Jason was very kind in saying that uh, he's a, a member of the Magic Castle. He loves magic, and 
he has uh, hired me to do some shows uh, for stuff he's done. Uh, I did a really fun one with uh, him, and we did and Ray Romano. Three of us did a a show together, some function of, of with Jason put together. So that was a fun oh, to work yeah. with those guys. You know, it was just like I was working with these huge stars of the TV shows from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and and me. <laughs> so, so. You've opened, I see, for singers like Amy Grant, Vince Gill, yeah. Randy Travis. And I I gotta think it must be tough in one sense because people go to those shows and they they were ready for music, right? So all of a sudden they see there's an opening act. On the one hand it's probably good for the singer that you're opening for because oh it's not another singer that's gonna kind of wear them out. But it, it kind of puts a little, um, little pressure on you. You got to hit it right away, I would imagine, or you could really lose those people. Yeah, there. It all depends on the act. You know, it's like the audiences for Amy Grant and Vince Gill and all that are they are just really great supportive audiences. You know, and so I've always had a great time. You know, I remember years ago I opened for, uh, I don't even know who it was. It was, it, I don't think it was a main band, but it was like a rock and roll band, something like that. And that audience did not want to see anybody come out and try. <laughs> and, and it was negative from the get go. I couldn't, you know, it's like they just wanted the music, wow. you know, the rock and roll and, and yeah. uh, the hard rock, or whatever. And, and that's fine. You know, I kind of detected that when I got there. I, I go, they don't want to see a magician. <laughs> I was like, they're going to eat me alive. It's like, and I just, you just, you, whatever. I got my paycheck. I left. So, I got, you know, but it was, but no, a lot of the other, most of the opening acts I've done, either they were a concert or they were at a private event, you know, so. Why don't you do a lot of corporate gigs? Uh, and those are fun, right? Because people come, they, they're in a good mood, and it, you know, it's yeah. like anything else. It's just people don't think of that way because they can't get in there but unless they're working for that particular company or have some connection to it. Yeah, well, I, I love doing those because, uh, first of all, the audience, they all kind of know each other. And then especially when you get the boss up on stage. And, and so that just lends a whole new dynamic to it. And... Yeah, I love doing corporate events, and and I go over really well at them. So it was that's always makes a lot more fun for me too. So, well, let's tell people how they can follow you because there's a couple of things I want to talk with you about before you go. One is this live comedy magic Zoom show. I love this idea. And I, I think it's kind of interesting. I know you've had good luck with doing these type of things from the corporate standpoint. How does it work? And, and are you hoping to do more as uh, the year progresses and we get into uh, 2021? Yeah, it's, uh, we're, you know, it's a whole new medium. So we're uh, figuring out how to market it. I kind of resisted it at first. Um, I just didn't think it would be marketable. or I didn't think it would last long, you know, and I, was proven wrong. I would saw it grow, and so I thought, "Oh, gonna jump on this gravy train." So I built a studio. So it was like I had to learn to do that, you know, <laughs> learn <laughs> all the different yeah. things. Like I don't want to be just in front of my computer in my office, you know, doing magic tricks. That's not what it is. I wanted to build a studio, so lighting and you know sets and, and uh, so it all you know sound and and then how to put it through the you know, like Zoom and the other media things they have so it's um well you say it's highly yeah. interactive too how do you do that yeah then i had to adapt the show to work that way uh so you just rewrite the jokes and then also i 
like I have a thing called the virtual volunteer uh, because I thought, well, how am I going to do this routine? There's no way I can do this routine. I don't want to take it out. There's no way I could just do it looking at someone on, on the screen and showing them. I said, I, I need to have them come up on stage or you know, the person and have them read this and so no one else can read it because it has to have that surprise. Right. So, um, so I came up, I, uh, I built them, uh, well, I've got a mannequin and I put a, I took the head off and I put a iPad on there for the head supposed to be. And so then I asked volunteers to call in on the, uh, they have like an iPhone with uh, FaceTime to call in there. And the first one that gets up there, so their head appears on top of the mannequin. That's and great. Then, <laughs> and when, because the iPad has a camera too, so they can, I can hold up something and they can see it and the rest of the audience can. So when they read off something, it has the impact for the audience because they're not all reading at the same time. It, it doesn't have that. So, so, and it gets a big laugh. I mean, and the company, they love it. You know, they, especially when there's somebody they know, their face pops up there. They just think it's hilarious. I think yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. I I can't wait for you to do another one. We're going to keep an eye on your Facebook and on your website. But also, in the meantime, too, you can go on YouTube and see a little bit on there. It's very funny. Or you can – I know you're still selling a, a DVD, right? It's a bird, as I recall. Right. It's uh, I teach how to do some magic on there. And then there's also some clips of the show as well on there. And uh, – from uh, different places I've worked, the Magic Castle, and then also I'm a regular uh, performer at uh, Warren and Annabelle's in Maui. <laughs> but I'm not a regular performer anywhere right now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's closed. Uh, but when they reopen, hopefully I'll be back there. But uh, yeah, I've been doing uh, Warren and Annabelle's in Maui for 18 years. Wow. So. Well, we're excited. We, I, I want to introduce people to you. Check them out on YouTube, yeah, Dana Daniels. You. Yeah, and let's yeah, tell you can go to my website. Let's, let's give us all that. Let's do it. Again. Sorry, DanaDaniels.com. And what about Facebook? How do we follow you there? Uh, Dana Daniels fan page. Well, Dana Daniels, thank you so much. We're going to check you out, and uh, oh, we great. hope to have you on again. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you, Stephen. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-296-1337 That's 800-296-1337 Hi, this is Dr. Annette of The Dr. Annette Show. We've been talking today about COVID-19 and steps you can take to possibly prevent or mitigate infection. Silver and zinc have been used for centuries as disinfectants and as antimicrobials. We're offering you this special discount to make it easier and more affordable to get these essential silver and zinc liquid mineral supplements. Visit our website at www.elementalresearchinc.com and use promo code VEGAS20 to get 20% off silver and zinc products. Once again, that's www.elementalresearchinc.com 
and use promo code Vegas20 to get 20% off silver and zinc products. Professional line not included. We are all in this together and we can get through this. Learn more at ElementalResearchINC.com and use the promo code Vegas20. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.